0: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, now brought to you by Hotels.com. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward, and we have a special guest with us today, Michael Broskowski. Before we get to him, though, we got to remind you to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, make sure to download today's podcast or any of the episodes through the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the New Himalaya Podcasting app. Free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. Now, coming to you here on this Friday from Southern California, we have a special guest out in. Orem, Utah. The play-by-play broadcast director for the Orem Owls, the Angels' rookie ball affiliate, Michael Broskowski. Michael, how you doing today, buddy? Hey Taylor, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, we've been wanting to do this for a while now. Now, Michael, a lot of people. I'm not sure if they're familiar with you. I'm not sure if they, you know, a lot of you of them know you from the Burlington Bees days. Explain a little bit about you were able to go from one Angels affiliate to another Angels affiliate. Yeah, when uh, you know my time in Burlington kind of came to an end
1: after four seasons, I was looking to stay in baseball, whether it was independent or uh, affiliated. And uh, the job opened up here in Orem, and I contacted the Orem Owls, and they, they just thought it was a great fit. Meaning, you know, I knew the organization four years uh, with Burlington and also an intern year in Cedar Rapids when they were the Angels so um, it was just kind of a good fit and uh always wanted to, to kind of work out in this part of the country so everything just kind of came together and was happy to not only stay in baseball but uh, stay with a team that is affiliated with the Angels an organization that I've uh grown to like over the years and uh, really gotten to know a lot of good people in this organization and uh, an organization that's really on the rise in terms of their minor league system.
0: Now you brought that up and I want to bring that up after this, but I do have to ask, you're from that Midwest region, not necessarily Iowa, but a little bit north. What's the uh, biggest difference there in uh, Orem, Utah compared to, let's say, Burlington, Iowa?
1: i think the the biggest difference is uh just the the altitude and i have worked in so many places in college i I worked up in alaska for a summer and uh, after college i worked a few months in in palm springs california so been kind of all over but uh the biggest difference is just the altitude the first week i get out here seems like every little thing i do you know gets you winded but i mean the weather here is, is gorgeous it's been raining a lot this year but it has been all around the country um But, you know, the lack of humidity is is certainly welcome living in Burlington, Iowa, still in the offseason. You're right on the Mississippi River, and uh, it gets really humid. And an 80-degree day can feel uh, much worse uh, than a 95-degree day out here. So I think that's the biggest difference, and it's a welcome change, uh, the the lack of humidity out here and obviously the scenery with uh, the mountains, the Wasatch Front, just beyond the outfield wall here. Uh, it's, a, it's a scenic place and right now those mountains have a little snow left on them so uh, it's just a, it's a gorgeous place um, Salt Lake Valley and, and Utah County just
0: a, a great place and I really enjoyed my time here now personally I, I'm just Salt Lake to me is like one of my favorite places to be and, and that includes the the region of Salt Lake which includes Orem but you, you mentioned something at the first part and I've you got to stick with me on this. I digress in between here. But you mentioned that the Angels farm system is on the rise, and and you've been able to watch the Angels farm system for some time. Can you compare it from when you started to what you're seeing now? Uh, I know the last few years you've had a few real big talents there in Orem. Yeah, and I'll
1: even even take it a a step back uh, in 2010 when I was a sophomore in college, I had the chance to intern as number two broadcaster in Cedar Rapids when they were the uh, angels affiliate. And that 2010 team uh, was just absolutely loaded. He's talking about Mike Trout, Randall Gritchup, Gene Segura, uh, guys like uh, Johnny Helwig in there as well. And even guys who didn't make the major leagues that were still really, really good players. And Matt Long, um, Center field after Trout was promoted, and the list went on in terms of uh, guys who were on that team: Patrick Corbin, Garrett Richards. Obviously, that was a few regimes ago. And uh, when I rejoined uh, pro baseball as a, as a number one and a full-time working member, uh, the Angels were going through a time in which they, you know, they signed some really good major league players. And when you sign really good major league players, you do lose uh, draft picks, and that happens when you when you when you're winning your minor league system can, can take a toll. And uh, I thought what the Angels have done a really good job of now is they haven't really sacrificed much at the big league level in terms of building a minor league system. They haven't gone out and, uh, and and traded away big pieces to build a minor league system. What they've done is just built through the draft in the last few years, and Billy Epler has done an incredible job, his regime, in what they've done in the drafts. In the last two years, they've gone out and targeted uh, athletic middle of the diamond players. Obviously, this year, two shortstops in Wilson and the first round, and last year, going with a pair of outfielders. So, uh, what they've done is gone out, targeted young athletic players up the middle, and then gone heavy on the pitching. And they've just done a nice job in, in terms of going into the draft and not only building great organizational depth, but going out and getting some uh, high ceiling talent that has a chance to be really good in the future. And I just think. The difference in terms of why I first joined a team in the Angels organization has been the way they've done things at the minor league level and integrating all the different technologies you can use now and getting the most information they can to help a player develop. And you're seeing that in terms of what they're doing now with two-way players. you got Jared Walsh, who was up there for a little bit. They get the most out of their players, and also they're drafting some really high-end talent.
0: Now, over the years, has there been a guy, and I'm going to say on field, because you get to know these guys off the field just a little bit. You know, It's still a professional relationship, but you get to know them a little bit of their private lives. Is there a guy that was on the field that you looked at and he kind of became a favorite of yours based on his talent and the way that he played? Yeah,
1: there's been quite a few, but one who sticks out just because of the timing and that he was just up in anaheim for a little bit is who i mentioned in jared walsh and i go back to when he was in burlington um you know jared came in as a 39th rounder he had a great career at georgia and um thought the angels got a steal because obviously what he's doing now but in his first part of the season in burlington uh, he, he didn't have a home run i think until july and then he went on and hit eight over the course of the next month and a half just kind of tapped into something and also he was kind of the the guy that the uh, Burlington Bees would put into a game uh, when they didn't want to use any more pitching, when the game was just out of control, and, and he was more than serviceable out there. Obviously, he had a great pitching career at Georgia, and he knew he would, but I think Jared Walsh is one of those guys because just the way he played and uh, what he was able to do and the improvement that everyone saw in his year in Burlington, and that kind of just got him going and jump started him. And uh, now, where he's at now, and was up in the big leagues, and had a good game the other night for Salt Lake so he's one who really really stood out to me in terms of the way he played the game
0: Now Michael I do want to talk about the uh, I do want to talk about the Oramal as you guys start tonight but we do have to head to a break do you mind sticking with us through the break? Absolutely Awesome well I do have to remind you the listeners that today's show is brought to you by Hotels.com Hotels.com don't hate like your friends trip book your own through Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. We'll be right back with more Lockdown Angels right after this. Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. A little bit of Goldfinger bringing us in. I, I brought it up last week or this week earlier that uh, that was like the intro song for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I loved that song. It's so such a great deal, a great game. we got a special guest with us, Michael Broskowski. He is the play-by-play broadcaster for the Angels rookie ball affiliate, the Orem Owls. And Michael's joining us along. Michael, did you play Tony Hawk Pro Skater?
1: Yes, I did, and uh, I was not very good at it, but I remember just sitting there on the old PlayStation 1 with my friends and uh, just playing away and listening to the great soundtrack that game had.
0: Oh, yeah. so But this is Lockdown Angels. we got to talk Angels. That's on my – i I've told you guys I digress way too much. I even told Michael that even here. But, Mike, uh, you guys start tonight. The Oromel starts tonight, Angels Rookie Ball Affiliate. Do you have a few guys that are returning on that roster? Jeremiah Jackson, Deshaun Knowles, and a few others. Uh, what can you tell us about Jeremiah Jackson, Deshaun Knowles, kind of the Angels' top prospect, or in, they're in that group of top prospects for the Angels? They're so
1: impressive, and I think one thing that stands out is, is their power, and I was watching uh, both of them take batting practice the other day here during mini camp and obviously this park plays small on the altitude out here, but you know, they were putting balls out of here left and right. And uh, Deshaun came up last year, you know, 17 years old, and he got off to a really quick start in his first pro year when he did down in the Arizona League, hitting 301. And then remember, he came up here, it was August 1st. He joined Orem with uh, Jordan Adams and, and Jeremiah Jackson. And the trio weren't in the lineup that day, they were traveling all day. And the Owls had an injury in the outfield. And it was Deshaun Knowles who came in, and in his first game, entering in the third inning, he goes two for three with a triple. And uh, he knew right there that, hey, this kid might be able to do something here this year. He's just a 17-year-old. He goes on and hits over 300 at four home runs, including a big game-time home run in the last game of the year uh, here in Orem. And, you know, he he just came out of the gate right away and, and played well, played a great outfield. And Jeremiah Jackson, even though his average maybe wasn't where he would have liked it, he played a great shortstop. I was the leadoff man for a majority of, of his time here to end the year. And those two coming back, they look stronger in terms of their body. And, uh, you know, just that one year can do a lot. I and mean, you still remember, you're two 18 like, year old kids here. And, uh, you know, I don't expect them to be here long. And uh, I think they're both uh, two players that have a chance to move through the Angel system quickly.
0: You also have, you keep talking about teenagers, and I'm sure it makes both of us feel old. We're about the same age, Mike. But you have a, a guy there, Jerry L. Rivera, and you also have Sadric Franco. Now, you got to see Jerry L. a little bit last year. I know that he struggled with some mechanical things, but looking at this pitching staff, there's a few interesting arms. Is there anyone here that really intrigues you a little bit more than another? Uh,
1: yeah, and I go back to a few returners. Uh, days on Cole. Um, who was really good last year. Uh, you know, it, it's tough in this, in this league, in the Pioneer League, especially in the South Division. You can't look at ERA much just because the ball flies in the South Division. And uh, Dazon pitched well last year. And, I mean, Dazon just – he's an incredible athlete and uh, it comes from an athletic family. Uh, his two brothers are really good high school basketball players back in Michigan. Uh, Dazon – I think is going to be a big piece of this bullpen this year. And, um, he's another guy I don't expect to be here long Had a great career at central Michigan and also Wabash Valley. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Cedric Franco. We only got a little peek of him last year with, uh, I think he pitched two games last week of the season. We had a big wave of players come up from the AZL after the AZL season ended a week prior to the pioneer league season ending the same with the milker Guzman, um, but also Darian Williams, I've I've heard a lot of good things about about him. He was a 26 round pick out of Prairie View A and M last year. Had a pretty good season down in the ACL. He's going to be uh, at least right now relieving for this team. And he mentioned Jerry L. Rivera. Uh, he has put on probably about 20 pounds of muscle. It seems he was listed about 180 last year when he came in here. He's listed at 210 this year. He looks bigger um, and stronger this year. So I'm excited to see Jerry L. Obviously, the upside is is so high there for him and 11th rounder back in 2017 so uh it'll be fun to, to see those guys as well and um uh, also another young guy kelvin mancione who just joined the team he was in the dsl last year and uh, we saw robinson Pena last year on this forum
0: team that came from the dsl and is moving pretty quickly so uh hopefully the same can be said for mancione now, of course, I, I think we have to bring it up. Will Wilson, the first rounder there, you have a few really good shortstops Adrian Rondone, Jeremiah Jackson, uh, Kevin Arias. But Will Wilson, I, I know that you haven't been, you know, it's, it's a, he's only been in the organization for about four or five days, but I, I don't know if you've been able to see him take batting practice, anything like that. How good has he looked, and, and does he look different from the other players that are on this Orem roster?
1: Yeah, I haven't haven't been able to, um, to see too much of, of batting practice yet which is all the crazy stuff going on here here in our office in terms of getting ready for the home opener but uh I've seen them you know in the diving and they've, they've had them around different spots but that's that's typical in mini camp they're you know moving guys all over the place Rondone has been in that third base a little bit. Uh, so we can expect maybe to see him there this year, but uh, I imagine, you know, they'll probably switch Jackson and Wilson off that shortstop for right now, but yeah, you mentioned the power, at least what he did at North Carolina State, and uh, he's he's an interesting talent, and, and you look at him, and I guess it's kind of sneaky power, because he's a little bit smaller, but uh, another athletic kid, and I'm really excited to, to watch him play, and obviously he comes from a great college program uh, there in Raleigh at North Carolina State, so... It'll be exciting to to see Wilson play and along with Jackson. This is a really exciting middle of the infield for for Orem this year. And even guys like Kevin Arias, who came down from Burlington, has looked solid defensively, and uh, Morgan McCullough out of Alabama, a 22nd rounder. So uh, there's a lot of pieces on this infield that manager Jack Santor is going to be able to move around, including guys like Jose Barrier who moved to the infield last year and was up here a little bit.
0: Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Once again, this is Michael Broskowski, play-by-play broadcaster for the Oramals, the Angels Rookie Ball Affiliate. Michael, where can our listeners uh, find you, maybe on Twitter? And uh, also, I I want you to just make a comment about your soccer fandom and uh, have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah,
1: uh, I've really grown to love the game of soccer, and uh, it wasn't until college, about probably seven years ago, when I started playing FIFA with my friends. And, uh, you know, I've got some favorite teams over in Europe. I try to go over there once a year. I'm going back to England where I've made some friends over there and uh, uh, spending a few weeks over there once a season ends. And I just really love the game. And fortunate here in this area, they've got two professional men's teams, a professional women's team in the area. You know, I was up at Salt Lake the other night when they uh, got crushed by LAFC 3 nothing. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of been something I've grown to love. And it's a nice little... Uh, thing to to get away from the game of baseball
0: a little bit when you need some time. Once again, Michael Broskowski, play-by-play director for the Oramals. You can follow him on Twitter at MPBrosko, that's B-R-O-S-K-O. Mike, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. And hey, have fun with the season. Oramals start the season this year. Tonight. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Taylor. I appreciate it. You do uh, great work on keeping all the Angels fans informed as well as all the baseball people informed with your draft coverage. Thank you, good sir. Mike's got to bring me down and humble me next time. Once again, Michael Broskowski, play-by-play director for the Orem Owls, Angels rookie ball affiliate. You want to follow him on Twitter, that's at MPBrosko, MPBro and Sko, S-K-O, if you want to follow him on Twitter. Awesome guy. I've known him for years, uh, not only with his time in Burlington, but just uh, Palm Springs as well. Love that guy. So, hey, that's all we have for today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to download today's podcast or any of the episodes through the Lockdown Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the New Himalaya Podcasting app. Free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Once again, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Monday. You want to be a part of the show on Monday? Follow me on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward. Ask me questions for our Sunday night Twitter question answer. We do that every Sunday night from nine to midnight. And the best questions make it to the air on Monday morning. So we'll see you after the weekend for Lockdown Angels. I'm Taylor Blake Ward. Have an awesome weekend, everyone.